0: Welcome back, and thanks for checking in with the Gross Point Public Library. On today's episode, Annie and I are joined by David, our colleague, who's also in charge of the Digital Media Lab. He'll discuss that a little bit later in the episode. We'll also talk about the things we've been doing in upcoming library programs. We'll end the podcast with my music pick of the week. If you like us, you can subscribe to us on Apple, Google, and Stitcher. You can also find us on our library website. All right, welcome back to Checking In, the Gross Point Public Library Podcast. I'm Matt,
1: and I'm Annie,
0: and we have another librarian with us today. You want to say hi, David? Hi, I'm Dave. <laughs> yeah, he'll be joining us for the duration, um, and everything. He's going to talk about one of the things you could do with your Gross Point Library card. If you're interested in that, he'll talk about that a little bit later in the podcast. Uh, so, what have you been doing, Annie?
1: I have been um, starting a lot of books and not finishing any of them because I'm in the dreaded reading rut.
0: That's very similar. I mean, if you listen to our last podcast, I'm reading the exact same books and I've gotten nowhere in all of them. Oh, really? Yep.
1: (laughs) That makes me feel better. Like, maybe it's just that time of year.
0: Yeah, I think so. I always go through ruts. Like, you either read, like, five books in a month or zero books in a month. What do you
1: do to get out of it?
0: I don't know. Just... Decide that I'm going to read a book because I feel like I should. Being a librarian, I'm like I should probably at least read a book.
1: Gotta get going, so I can
0: give some people recommendations, and I feel like I could, you know, I'm not a bad librarian, (laughs) not reading a book or anything.
1: Do you get in reading rants, David?
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah.
1: Uh, The way I get out of them, well, I tried to like look through my Goodreads and see what I had most wanted to read, and I got those books and. They held no interest for me, so I just looked through the stacks, and I found a short book. I just looked for thin books, Mm -hmm. and I found a book called Hey, Harry, Hey, Matilda by Rachel Hulin. That's an epistolary novel. It's all letters or emails between a brother and sister, and that's kind of getting me out of my rut, I hope. I'm like 55 pages in.
0: Out of how many pages? Like
1: 200, probably.
0: Short book. That's a short book for you. It was 200 pages. For me, it's like a short book is like 70. Oh, yeah, because you read YA. (laughs) No, not because I read YA, just because I mean, I feel like short, I guess, yeah, I guess YA. YA feels like 300 pages, but it goes so fast, just the way that it's written. I think the text is a little bit bigger. It just, you start reading, you're like, oh, I finished the book. I don't even remember what I just read. I just read it so quickly.
1: Yeah. Our book club in Cold Mug that meets at Howlers and Growlers Monthly, our limit is, they're so... Um, studious this book club and our if it's below 350 pages we won't read it but they still recommend really long books and I just don't I think that's too much to get through in a month but 350 is a pretty long book Mm -hmm. and we've through a couple of them
0: especially when you got other stuff to do like other programs to do other books to read or
1: yeah you don't want to be the book club moderator faking it.
0: <laughs> Have you thought about like reading a graphic novel for your book club?
1: No, we haven't. Well, yes. Um, I think I mentioned it on a different podcast. I really liked Zora Neale Hurston's graphic biography, and I put that on the voting list, but people didn't vote for it. But
0: You should just tell them this is what you're reading. Yeah,
1: <laughs> extra credit.
0: <laughs> but yeah, as I know, I think one of my old one of my friends, like she does a book club in another library, and she recommended a graphic novel because her group club has never read one, and they actually ended up really liking it because they just didn't really know that graphic novels were like that. Yeah, like, they think, think of they it as a of,
1: comic book. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I think that it would change people's minds if you read a good one. There's just so many good ones out there that you could pick one. And yeah. I'm sure you could find one that's over three hundred and fifty pages too, if you yeah. really, if you really wanted to. We have a really nice selection in our, at uh, all the branches, really, yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a pretty good selection. Yeah, I hope people can take advantage of, the, of what we have available. So. Yeah, and even Hoopla's got a whole bunch of graphic novels. I mean, it's got almost yeah. everything, I feel. like Yeah, Hoopla I need to has find really good... Um, yeah, whenever I need to find something, it's almost always there. And I'm like, oh, I could read it here, and then have, I never um, do.
1: They have Paper Girls. Have you read that one? No. It's about... Um, some paper girls in the 1980s, they're newspaper delivery girls on their bikes and they, um, something sci-fi happens. I can't remember because I read the first two a couple of years ago, but I think they find a time machine where they find the older them. And I started reading it because it was a read-alike for Stranger Things. Like if you liked watching Stranger yeah. Things.
0: You know. Yeah, I think it's probably pretty similar. Brian K. Bond does that one and he does, he oh, doesn't right. do anything bad. No, yeah, so he's great. He's and he, If his name's on it, you could assure yourself that you're gonna have a good experience with it. But yeah, I've just been re- doing a lot of movies and TV shows this past two weeks that we were doing it. What have you been watching? Um, I watched Eighth Grade the other day. Uh, that's a Bo Burnham's movie. Um, and it was super awkward to watch because it was just so realistic about, you know, being in middle school and sort of <laughs> right, just having, like, shudder. just anxiety in general, and just about just everything about that movie, just an uncomfortable situation after another. But I think it just sort of encapsulated what it's like to be in eighth grade, especially in terms of social media now. The character was on her phone, like, almost all the time,
1: on oh. Instagram,
0: Snapchat. They even made a comment about one of the parents was like, hey, hit me up on Facebook. And one of the kids was like, we don't use Facebook anymore. <laughs> so, So I think it was very very aware of itself, and I think it's really good. I think if parents want to get a good glimpse of what life is like as a teenager or tween, I would imagine Eighth Grade would probably be the movie that you should you should watch if you're interested or you're just worried about all that stuff. It's still a positive movie, just awkward. I guess maybe it's being so close to that age, I don't know, not really, but still yeah. being young, it's just like, ooh, this is a little too remember close, to this hits a little too close to I home. that hurt, that pain. Um, and then I also watched um, High Flying Bird that's on, that was a Netflix movie but I watched it because it was shot on an iPhone because oh. that's what uh, Steven Soderbergh's doing now he's just experimenting with filming and stuff so I watched High <laughs> Flying Bird if I didn't know it was shot on an iPhone I wouldn't have thought it was it just looked like it was shot really yeah just that well done I think with the editing and all that light, special lighting I'm sure he has still some fancy stuff but he just used a, just a regular iPhone recorded the whole movie in it. Instead of
1: a camera.
0: And it was pretty good. You know, it was about basketball, sort of lockout, and everything. So if you like sports, like a different, like the business side of sports, and sort of like the stuff that goes on beneath the surface, I would recommend that movie. It was just fun. Good, like, hour and a half, kill time. What was it called again? High Flying Bird. Oh, okay. I think it was written by the guy that did uh, Moonlight. It was another one of his movies. Oh, yeah. So the guy, so, I mean, if you liked Moonlight, you probably would still like this one. It has a good, you know and flow to the conversation and it looked pretty good.
1: Oh yeah, the Oscars are coming up. Have you guys seen any? I
0: have seen Black Panther.
1: Yeah, me too. And, and that's it. Yeah. I think that's it. I haven't seen Squat. <laughs>
0: yeah, I usually don't see many movies anymore. I think it's because I would I'd give the excuse because I am a two-year-old but it's not because of that. I just don't feel like I want to leave the house once I get home. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm not leaving.
1: I really wanted to see The Favorite. But um, I guess I'll wait for it to come to our little park. Um, yeah. Theater.
0: Yeah, we'll probably get almost all of them. I know some of them yes. we've seen. Like a Stars Born just came out yeah. on DVD. Mm-hmm. Black Panthers and been out on DVD. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot what else is nominated Vice I'm sure that'll come out that'll be it's out a pretty soon. large list of movies then. yeah it's yeah. a pretty large list Rome was on Netflix right. so if you have Netflix you could watch that right now I usually try to catch up on all these just before
2: Oscars I, I, merit, I binge watch as many of them oh you as do mm-hmm. you just then, get them yeah, them
0: yeah Bohemian Rhapsody is out too I haven't seen I haven't seen that one yeah Green Book is coming out soon Green
1: Book we have I thought we had Green Book. It might maybe be yeah, out, but have it, have it might be
0: sooner. We already have it, but they're just a lot. Especially when they ex- have the expanded categories now. Instead of watching five, now you have to watch seven or eight, oh, however yeah. many are this year. Just kind of a lot.
2: Um, Crazy Rich Asians, isn't that on the list Oh,
0: yeah. Well? It, was on, um, it was nominated for some, it didn't get nominated for Best Picture, um, but it was, it one did of the win. Actresses. I just I watched won, that last week. I think it uh, was the SAG, the Screen yeah. Actors Guild, or something, but I heard that was really good. Oh, it's, it's a really good
2: movie. I'd, if you're looking for something upbeat to watch, that's uh, one of those type of movies. Yeah. yeah. I'm always getting asked by from patrons at the reference desk, what's a good movie I can watch? Something that's upbeat, especially in the wintertime. Yep. And I just watched that, and that's my go-to recommendation. Right now, for and I forgot I saw that audiences. movie too. It's not, it's, gonna, it's not offensive or anything like that. Right. I think mm-hmm. a, a, it'll appeal to a broad mass of people. Yeah, to, so. and
1: it's a really pretty film. Too. It all it's all gorgeous. fun
2: to look yeah, at. Yeah, it is fun to look at. I was just about to visually, it's yeah. amazing. So,
0: yeah. yeah, it's been on my list forever. Like everything else in the world, I have a long list of things that I'll never get around to doing. So that's where <laughs> it lives right now.
1: <laughs> I watched, and we just showed it at the library last night, I think, um, or sometime this week. The documentary Love, Gilda, about Gilda Radner, and mm-hmm. I'd been waiting a long time for that, and that was really good. Mm-hmm. A little melancholy, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had like done book reports about her in junior high. I, I loved her. I was always watching VHS tapes <laughs> um, of <laughs> clips of SNL, and for some reason I forgot that she's from Detroit, and she went to Liggett um, right here in Gross Pointe. Oh, so, really? Yeah, oh. that was really interesting to me. So that was a good film. I would recommend that.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of good documentaries this year, too. It's just like, there's just a whole, there's just too much content. You can't watch anything, <laughs> I get overwhelmed with choice. I'm like, yeah. oh, there's like five books I want to read, ten shows I want to watch, twenty movies I want to watch. I'm just going to sit on the couch and just play on my phone <laughs> instead. <laughs> it's just, I'm overwhelmed, there's too much too many decisions to make.
1: Well, you should talk to a librarian. <laughs> <laughs> they can help you whittle it down.
0: I don't know if they could help me oh, with decision making a though.
1: <laughs> Library, too
0: one, many choices. One I
2: really liked was uh, it's on Netflix. Is the Comiskey method. I don't know if either oh, seen that one. Oh, is that with uh, Michael, Michael Douglas? Michael Douglas and, and, Alan Alan Arkin. Arkin. and Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin, I love him. It is a fantastic... Alan Arkin steals the show. And I think he was nominated for a Golden Globe. Yeah, I don't think he won, but he mm-hmm. was nominated. It was just a really good show. So there's only like six or seven episodes on Netflix, but... Yeah. Uh, He's great. You know, I'd recommend it to people who want a little... Bit, it's by the same people who do like uh, the Big Bang Theory, Mom, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. Yeah, so it's pretty... Easy to get
0: into, it's yeah. fluff. Yeah. Have you guys mm-hmm.
1: ever seen um, Wait Until Dark with Alan Arkin? It's an Audrey Hepburn movie and she's blind in her apartment and her husband's gone and Alan Arkin is like a bad guy and he's like sneaking around her apartment and it's pretty much all shot in the same apartment um,
2: It's an older apartment movie, right? scene.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah.
2: I haven't I've, seen it. I think I've heard of it, maybe I
1: did see it. It yeah. sounds
2: familiar. So. And
1: at the end, oh, I, don't, I won't spoil it. But at the end, she <laughs> t- shuts the lights off. The Hitchcock so she's do that power. one. Maybe it might yeah, be a Hitchcock film. Yeah, that's what I film. thought. It yeah. sounded like a Hitchcock film. Yeah.
0: Sounds it does sound like a Hitchcock movie. Yeah, yeah.
1: What about listening? Any music?
0: Always, just whatever's on the my whatever's on my recommended playlist. New really I listened to Ariana Grande's new album as it came out last week or the the week before. I actually really liked it. I'm not as picky as I used to be when it comes to music. If it sounds good, I'll listen to it. Same here. And, you know, she's got a pretty amazing voice. Oh, yeah. And I think, you know, people write her off as some, I don't know, poppy thing. But, you know, she is. But, like, her songs are actually pretty good. She's a good songwriter, or she has good help, and I think she does. But her voice just elevates any material that she has. So I'd recommend that. Just came out. And then just the normal stuff, whatever I've been listening to. I have a recommendation at the end. I've been listening to this artist called Tash Sultana. I think she's from Australia or New Zealand, and she just has a really good voice and a good uh, good sound to her. So I've like been listening to her a lot, and you'll listen, you'll hear a clip from her at the end of the show. and um, Hopefully you guys like that one.
1: I've been, this is something you might only hear a woman who's going to give birth in three weeks say, <laughs> I've been crying in my car to Annie Lennox's greatest hits. <laughs> I checked it out from the library, and she got so many hits. She got such a good voice. I saw a video um, online of her singing um, Freddie Mercury's part in Under Pressure. It must have been after he passed away. And I thought, oh, I haven't listened to Annie Lennox in a while, so I checked out her greatest hits, and I've just been listening to Walking on Broken Glass, like, nonstop in my car.
0: Is there any pr- her, of her her arithmetic's career on there too or is it just her solo no career? it's just
1: her solo stuff uh, but I will listen to eurythmics too I was t- and then I was trying to check out CDs because um, I think you can bring music to the hospital when you give birth and I was trying to make a little playlist for myself but I don't really know what kind of music I want to give birth to, so I'm having trouble.
0: Just, gotta get, a, just get your Spotify playlist and just play it, and if you don't like it, just go to a different yeah. one, get a Bluetooth speaker, shuffle, and then just hit Just shuffle. put it on
1: shuffle, yeah. yeah. Or maybe the, do- maybe the doctor will say, my choice.
0: My choice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: Robin, that new Robin album.
0: Yeah, I like that one. That okay. was like a few months ago, That'll I think. but me up. Yeah. yeah I think so. You can listen to the Bohemian Rhapsody soundtrack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More Queen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and then you can have your child's first moment be to a song. <laughs> and hopefully, it's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we give don't want to We are the champions. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Under pressure to be I a like good. Song. Under <laughs> pressure, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah.
1: <laughs> I like that. I'll plan it.
0: I That's think so. Just now. have a whole playlist of "Under Pressure," just by <laughs> different, just over. by different artists, and just see which one, see which one comes up and does it. Uh,
2: Look at the reactions on the faces of the medical staff.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I'm, I'm for it. I'm
1: writing it down.
0: It'd be an experience for you and the hospital staff to be like, we had this weird woman who just had an "Under Pressure" playlist. A strange
1: librarian came in with
0: it. <laughs> All right. Have you been, so what books have you been trying to read? You said you were in a rut, but you didn't oh, mention yeah. what you were well, reading.
1: I read the whole, I think last time I mentioned I read um, This Will Only Hurt a Little by Busy Phillips, and I read the whole thing I didn't like it. I thought it was um, sort of negative. She legitimately had some terrible things happen to her, but um, it was a little snarkier than I was in the mood for. And then I've been really excited to start the Elena Ferrante series, um, the Italian novel series about two um, female friends, um, and the first one's called *A Brilliant*. My brilliant friend, and my my brilliant friend told me that it started slow, but I'm like 250 pages in, and it's still slow.
0: How many pages is this?
1: It's like 350 oh, pages. Oh, so
0: it's already, so you've you've already like two thirds of the way through, and it's yeah, still so like th- bu- is it building up to something still, or is it just there's not a some, whole lot happens?
1: There's some shoes that. <laughs> Some handmade shoes that keep making their rounds around the village. Is that the,
0: check off the end gun of the story?
1: <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But I feel like I should like it because so many people liked it. Um, so I'm tempted to finish it. Then if I finish it, what am I going to do? Read the whole trilogy mm-hmm. just to check it off the list. I'm very torn.
0: I don't know. I would say if you don't like it, there's no right. no reason to keep going. There's no grade. That whole yeah. sunk cost fallacy is, is a lie. You just cut your losses and go. Yeah. Just because you invested something in it doesn't mean you should invest any more time in it than you already have. If yeah. you don't like what you're doing or what you're, you're reading. That's really good. But I have that same
2: problem. I, I start
0: all these books and I've got like
2: fifteen books that I'm halfway or part of the way right. through and I just can't seem to finish them. It's like mm-hmm. it's like a, doing a project around the house. You mm-hmm. know, you just want to get it done, but you don't seem to ever get the time or yeah, or or something every, interferes and not in the or, mood, or you yeah. lose the mood for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so.
1: Oh, also, I che- I finally got um, the season two of The Handmaid's Tale. I was on the holds list for it, and it went into repair, so I had to wait a little extra time for it, and I finally got it and brought it home, and my husband really doesn't want me to watch yeah, it at this stage of my pregnancy. Good, I don't know if that's
0: a good movie to watch. <laughs> he was right like, now. I
1: implore you, please return this to the library and let somebody else watch it. The series, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: That's uh, not a show you could binge watch. That's no, it's not a show, you not could, a like, show could binge watch.
1: You got to watch. Got to keep it at episode once a, a day week. or yeah. something. Yeah, mm. that would
0: probably benefit from a weekly format, even though I don't like it. But a show yeah. like that, I would—you don't know, watch like ten hours straight of that. You right. come out the other side. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> so I try to binge watch Black Mirror, just like yeah. mm, just one at a time. Right.
1: So I might return it. So whoever's on the holds list next, it's coming. Oh, it's on my desk. Uh, do, you want, do we want to talk about the Digital Media Lab?
0: Yeah, we could talk about the Digital Media Lab. Let's we'll take a little short break right now and we'll talk about that when we get back. Okay, we're back, and uh, David is going to talk about the Digital Media Lab. It is at our Ewald branch, and he is going to talk about all the kinds of stuff you could do with it.
2: Yeah, well, we have quite a few services here. Uh, Right now, the most popular things we do are VHS conversion to digital um, and photographs and slides. Um, We've been doing that for, that's about the last eight months or so. And uh, the newest ability we have now is that we are able to take uh, any type of digital MP4 formats and convert them over to a DVD that you can actually watch on your DVD player which we oh, couldn't great. do before you used to have to put it just like on a, a USB flash drive which you could watch on your computer but yeah. a lot of a lot of patrons wanted to be able to watch it on their home TVs mm-hmm. so we uh, were able to get some software that was a, allows us to do that now so I'm hoping some of our patrons who've done our services in the past will come back and uh, mm-hmm. use them again
0: yeah, can you um, go from VHS directly to that watchable DVD? Do you have yes. to convert it first? Well, we convert to MP4 and then take and then the MP4 and,
2: and then put it on to using a software called DVD Styler, yeah. which allows you to watch it on your, okay. burn it to a DVD that you can watch on your TV. Mm-hmm.
1: So people bring in home movies? Or? Oh,
2: absolutely. Uh, a lot of the things, that was one of the things I was going to mention. We're, we're just starting to get into uh, standard 8mm and Super 8. Uh, We've got a projector which we just got last week, which we hope to be able to use very shortly here. We've done a few initial conversions and they came out okay. Uh, Like I said, we're still working on the process. Uh, By the spring, we hope to introduce sixteen millimeter. So, if people have that, they can uh, contact us about setting up appointments for that. Most of our appointments are usually about two hours, two to actually three hours long. It takes about if you have a two-hour VHS, it takes about two hours to copy in real time, and then it takes maybe an hour to convert it over to MP4, and then to burn it onto a DVD. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's usually a full three-hour session if you, yeah when you make your appointment with me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the other thing we do a lot of is photographs and slides. That's probably the second most popular thing we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, that that's usually it takes quite a while to do as well, but uh, we can we can usually get a few hundred knocked out and in on one session. So, I've had some people who've been doing this now for six, seven months now. Wow. Thousands of photos and slides. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's an
2: ongoing process for some of my from some of my yeah. customers. But
1: once so, you've got it, yeah, you get, yeah,
2: yeah, we put it on whatever whatever medium they want, flash drive or we can. It put is it. just a scanner
0: that we have. Yeah, they we just have scan got a it scanner yeah. right
2: here in the media lab for that. Yeah. We have
0: the special. Uh, Filters or things for the actual slides so they can scan them directly. Right, exactly. So, uh, let's see. Uh, One of the newer things we've just got, we
2: now have a three and a half floppy disk reader. So, if you have some old floppy disks that you haven't been able to discover what's on them for a long, long time, set up an appointment. That's a real, that's a. that'd be a really quick conversion process. Mm -hmm. So, we could put that onto a USB for you. So, Um.
1: my mom sometimes brings a floppy disk. Every time my mom comes over, she brings. Some old junk that's I am storing at her house, and I've thrown away the floppy disk, but because don't be, know what to do right, with it,
0: right? Yeah, Can't use them, but we do have the yeah. abilities. So could be really some
1: gems on there. Exactly.
0: It could yeah. be some gems, like one picture. That's how three point five megabytes of data on a floppy <laughs> drive. But that, yeah, I think, I think you know, when I was at work, like the end, the shelf caps at the end of the sh- the row, like Pat gave me a floppy disk. I was like. Yeah, we can't, we can't use, she's like, we can't use this, can we? I'm like, nope. <laughs> so we had to like figure out how to re- retrofit the shelf, at the end of the shelf things. I think we found the file, like there were some instructions, but they were initially saved on a floppy drive. And I'm like, Oh,
1: like the signs? Yeah, like the, the signs caps. at the end
0: caps, As we were trying to, because we did a lot of shifting and we had to change them. And Pat was like, hey, can we use this? I'm like, I don't think we can use that. But luckily there was some paper trail and we found the instructions, so it worked out. But yeah, floppy disks are just ancient. I remember having to put, like, 12 in at a time to, like, install a certain program. It's yeah. like, insert disc one. It's like, okay, thank you. Insert disc, I remember, disc two. I remember those it days. Just, yeah. I remember you could, like, play a whole game was on a disc. Like, Lemmings, I think, was on a floppy, floppy disk. You could play the whole game just on the one disc.
1: Yeah. I wonder, um, David, can people bring in, like, a lot of my oldest sons in preschool, or in Young Fives, and they have a ton of artwork Can you scan those? Yes, we can. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so like instead of having a trapper keeper full of construction paper art, people could come in and scan there.
2: Absolutely. Well, you can, and if if it's larger artwork, we can even use the photocopier out there to scan. Right. Oh neat. Yeah, I didn't think of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really does help declutter your life if you can take Mm -hmm. some of these old VHS tapes and photograph albums and such, and just convert them over and put them on this little tiny flash drive. Just don't lose the flash drive. Right. But, you know, it, it really saves you a lot. Audio is another thing we, we offer a service. We can take vinyl and audio cassettes and convert those over to a digital format, MP3. Once again, put them on your little USB, and like I said, you've, you've mm-hmm. got rid of some stuff that you don't yeah. really need to hold on to. Yeah. So... Uh, We also, we just, a couple months ago, got our new computer, it's really a fast one for the Digital Media Lab. And we've got a whole bunch of software, we have Adobe Premiere Pro on there, which includes Photoshop, Lightroom, Illustrator, Spark, Acrobat Pro, InDesign. This means that we can create, edit, and sign PDF documents and forms, we can do video production and editing web page design and layout, vector graphics and illustration, and wow. digital photos, images, processing, and e- editing. So
0: So it's like basically the whole entire Adobe Suite we exactly. have. Exactly.
2: I mean, I haven't been fully trained on it yet. I'm taking a lot of the tutorials, self yeah. tutorials, but if you wish to use it and come on in and you could help teach me and you're welcome right, to make set together, an appointment yeah. again and come by and, and use this software. So, a matter of fact, I would welcome it if you would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and finally, you know, we have a 3D printer here. We, we don't get a lot of use out of it right now, but we're hoping that uh, people will become aware of it and come by and use it in the future. Mm-hmm. So.
1: What can you do with the 3D printer?
0: Well, you can do almost anything, really. I mean, I know at a previous job I had, people would design prototypes, and then they would come use the 3D printer and print out like mocks and stuff so they can figure out how it works because it's cheaper than going through some you know, commercial vendor mm-hmm. to do it. They can exactly. print something out at you know at the library for, you know, not too much. A nominal fee
1: basically. We yeah. our services are all for
2: free. So all this stuff that you would want to have done here are essentially free. The only thing mm-hmm. you pay for is a little tiny nominal fee for uh, uh, whatever the product that yeah yeah, you know, yeah fly, whatever the, buy a flash drive or use yeah. a, a DVD and or something like that. Probably just a little that. bit of the filament like exactly. per ounce or Same something. thing with the three D printer. Yeah. It's it, it's ridiculously mm-hmm. cheap. So
0: uh, yeah, but I mean you could do anything, especially if you're handy with you know like AutoCAD and Tinkercad and all that stuff. You could just design almost anything. Right. And the soft the three D print software, it basically prints it as you know custom as you want, like really detailed or just pretty basic. But yeah, I mean it's pretty advanced for what it can do. Um, it just takes a while to print, just depending on what you want to print. Certain things can take like an hour or two, and some of them can take, you know, 10, 11 hours depending on the quality and what you design. So it's definitely involved, but, you know, we're here, we'll print it for you. If it doesn't work, then we'll try again. Exactly. But I mean, it's here, so if you guys have anything you want to print, you could print out, you know, action figures. I print out a business card holder just to try it out, and I printed oh. one out, and I was just like, here you go, cool, I got one. So, it's something basic, it can be basic as you want or as advanced as you want, but as long as it fits in the, in the actual 3D printer, we could print it. And and there are some time
2: limitations too for, for printing because, you know, yeah. uh, they don't usually
0: like to leave it going overnight or anything like yeah. that. Right. But,
1: but, but that may change either. in the
2: future too, yeah. maybe we'll expand Yeah, I think services. depending on the
0: job, it might have yeah. to change just, just from just my history with it. Like, if you don't have it printing overnight, a lot of them won't get done. Like yeah. obviously, if it fails overnight, it's not going to set the building on fire. Right. You just come back to a whole spool of plastic. You're just like, oh, well, this didn't work. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I've seen some projects on the, that can take a week to print if it's a large item. Yeah, I don't, print if, print yeah on. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know if our I don't know if the 3D printers we have would even do that. But some of the more industrial sized ones, I'm right. pretty sure you could yeah. you could get that going. But ours probably won't. Are, aren't sophisticated enough for that. But they're they're more like a hobbyist grade type yeah. thing. So if you're just interested in playing around with something that you always wanted to try but didn't want to splurge on something that expensive, you know the library's got you covered. You want to give it a try. That's great. Do we ha- and do we have the software on the computer yes, for we the three D printer everything? Yeah. All right.
1: So, so how does? Um, someone make an appointment with you. Call the library? Call the library, I'm. Uh, it's
2: uh, Central Branch, it's uh, 343-2074 and I'm extension 215 or you can email me at uh, dlam. that's D-L-A-M-B at gp.lib.mi.us.
0: And how quick is your response time to those oh, things?
2: Oh, uh, right now I'm a roughly about a week to two for, set up an appointment for somebody, yeah, but, okay. but I, I respond right away as soon as mm-hmm. I get a, I'm uh, trying to arrange an appointment with you. Most of my uh, appointments usually run from uh, 12.30 to 3.30 most days, though I can also occasionally do, uh, accommodate you for an evening appointment if you can't do a day, sh- a day appointment. I also occasionally can do weekends once in a while if if we arrange it ahead of time. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: And another question, if people are tech-savvy enough, can they make an appointment in this room and not have you be in here? Can well, we hope themselves? to get to that point it's okay.
2: eventually, but right now I'm usually present for okay. anything. Because there's so it's much stuff on equipment. that computer. Yeah, yeah you know, it's, I, I sort of have to be present at this okay. point. So. But eventually we hope to get to that point where you can just come in on your own and do it once you feel comfortable with the software and everything like that. And uh, same thing with the uh, scanner for making photos and slides. Uh, we're hoping that we can eventually get to a point where people can just check, like the tools over at Central. They can just check out the machine, take it home, and do it on their own. If you know, once they well,
1: that would be
0: mm-hmm. really nice. Yeah, we we hope to get to that point eventually. That's so, cool. Yeah, that is very cool. Is there anything else you want to no, bring up about that, the the, I think the lab? That's
2: pretty much it about what's going on at the lab. Uh, you know, we I'm, I'm eager to get as many appointments as possible. So. Please, please contact me.
1: Yeah, well, thank you for telling us about it. We're always learning at the library. There's so many things going on. We're learning sometimes at the same rate as patrons are learning about it.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Thank All you. right, so we'll be back. We'll talk about some upcoming library programs and my music pick of the week. <laughs> and we're back talk about some of the upcoming library programs we have in these next couple of weeks. Uh, do you have anything you want to talk about? I know you have some programs coming up that you want to yeah. highlight.
1: Yeah, um, we're finishing out in March, we'll be finishing out our Huga series, um, which is the Danish art of coziness and togetherness. And, um, tonight we have a doctor coming in t- um, to talk around the fire at Central about uh, the art of self-care, and then in March uh, Thursday, March 7th, in the evening, we're going to meet around the fireplace at Woods in that mag- that nice magazine room upstairs, and we're going to talk about LGBTQ support with a representative from uh, PFLAG organization, the Girls Point um, chapter of that. So I'm excited about that, and we'll have cookies and hot drinks, and um, I'll get around and talk about community ideas. That
2: sounds nice. You're
0: going to be there for that one? Is that like, Is so. that your last week of work? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I did
1: leave a memo saying, like, these are the contacts. Okay. If I should happen to go into labor, but. well,
0: I'll be there that night. So if I have to step in, I guess I'll I'll do it. All right.
1: <laughs> if you have to eat cookies and drink hot cocoa, oh, that sounds like
0: a horrible <laughs> horrible night right there. <laughs> uh, what is there anything else oh, going on? Yeah, we have yeah. like a tween program. Um,
1: a claymation workshop. Yeah, a Claymation workshop, on workshop Monday, March fourth at seven p.m. Is that at Woods?
0: I think it's at Central. At Central. Yes, I think Catherine's doing that program. Oh, yes,
1: Miss Catherine.
0: Does great so that programs. So that should be fun to do some claymation animation.
1: And then we have, we just had our really popular um, Night in the Stacks uh, talking about um, the architecture of Alexander Girard, which Dennis was on here last time talking about. And on March 9th, um, here at Ewald, we have another Night in the Stacks. This time, um, author Anna Clark is going to talk about her book, The Poison City, which is a investigative journalism book about the Flint water crisis. We're expecting that to be popular as well.
0: Yeah, registration is open for that, so if mm-hmm. you are interested, we'd recommend to register now so you can assure a spot to, to get in and yeah. see that presentation. So the
1: author will read and sign books and then there's uh, snacks and like a, there's a bar. Um, so it'll be a good night.
0: Do you have any programs coming up that you want to mention? Well, a month from now on March, I think it's March 21st, I have
2: Descending from the Clouds, uh, glider and paratroops in World War II. That's going to be done by uh, Stephen Rosick, who is the former director of the 82nd Airborne uh, found, uh, Association. And uh, he'll be talking basically about the... World War II aspects of uh, airborne operations, so he's a very popular uh, speaker. Have you had him so here before? I haven't had him here before, but I have seen him at other programs at other museums and libraries, and uh, I was quite eager when he volunteered to come here, so I said, excellent.
1: Oh, that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So I usually have a pretty good turnout for those, those historical series, especially the ones related to World War II and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I, so.
0: I think everyone likes history. Those programs everywhere I've been have been always popular, mm-hmm. full house for mm-hmm. anything historic.
2: We also get a demographic that comes to that that we don't typically always get it at the uh, other programs here. We get a,
0: a large male demographic for the.
1: <laughs> yeah, get those <laughs> it's men historical, in. Historical, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That is an accomplishment in the library land, is getting uh, any sort of guy into the library, apparently. Mm-hmm. And that brings more women,
2: so. Mm-hmm. Actually too, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Yep.
0: Like I know all the Cirque people always kind of joke that like husbands don't have library cards like their wives are the ones that have the library card but it's those like, are the people who are coming now mm-hmm. so yes. it's
2: kind of good we're getting that that
0: crowd so mm-hmm. i
1: made my husband get his own library card
0: yeah right you can get double yes. the hoopla checkouts and everything oh, yeah. too so <laughs> it's a hugely beneficial <laughs> to get everyone in your family all, their own library card and you can take advantage of all the services we have to offer like walden
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> open them for all your kids <laughs> Yep. Um, we're also planning in advance, we plan r- pretty far in advance, so we're planning our um, summer programming right now, and I'm excited because the summer reading theme this year is universe of stories, and so it's going to be, we're going to do a lot of space stuff, so I'm I'm really pumped about that.
0: Yeah, hey, I think it should be fun, you know, because I'm on the youth side, so we're doing, a, we already have a bunch of stuff planned, and now we have uh, Star Wars characters coming, at fun. some point they're gonna wow. dress up as some of the characters and do some lightsabering and stuff. Dueling. So I think it should be fun. Ooh. You know, it's a good uh good space theme thing, I yeah. think. And we'll have a bunch of other stuff going on, so just keep an eye out for all that stuff going on. That'll be in the next newsletter cycle
2: mm-hmm. which
0: will probably come out in March. Yep. And then you could keep an eye out for all the space theme programs we have going on in the summer. All right, well, thanks for checking in with us. I'm Matt. I'm
1: Annie. And I'm Dave.
0: Yeah, we want to thank Dave for coming on and talking about the Digital Media Lab. And just if you're interested in any of the services he's inter- he's offering, just give him a shout. Bye. Somebody told me You got your blue jeans with white And your glasses on And you don't see yourself These. <laughs>